I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We're your host, Marcy Novelli. And Ross Barber. Today on the show, we have Canadian artist Heather Horton with us. Heather is currently based in the Yukon Territory, and her work is part of private and corporate collections across the world. Her amazing work has awarded her opportunity to speak at universities and colleges in North America, and uh, we're very excited to welcome her to uh, Bridge Atlantic today. Hi, Heather. Hello. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I am well as well. <laughs> Except you're lying <laughs> because you're not. <laughs> I am totally lying because I'm actually really sick today. <laughs> You'd never know. That was uh, my third try at the intro, but we'll pretend like that was the first. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. I'm in awe of how you, how you pulled it off. So I'm <laughs> well, always in awe of you, Marcio. Of course you are. Of course you are, Raz. Um, Heather, we like to start off all our shows asking our guests three things about themselves that everyone should know. Oh, boy. Um, hmm, let's see. Um, I... I have followed my dreams right from the beginning, so um, I, I'm proud of that. So I think that guests should know that um, it is possible to accomplish whatever you um, set your mind to do. It just takes a while in certain situations. Um, so that's one thing. I'm very proud of that. Um, and then something else. Let's see. Um, I'm from uh, Ontario, where you're from, Marcio. This is true. And finally, I don't actually have a Bachelor of Fine Arts. I don't actually have a fancy degree. I actually have a diploma in illustration from Sheridan College. But I decided to become uh, a painter, a fine artist from there. So it's interesting to put that on your CV. If people are looking for a BFA, you don't, you don't need that kind of credential if you really believe in what you're doing. Those are three things. I love that. Yeah, I really admire that. And <laughs> that's something we often talk to with our musical guest, how... Um, you don't always need specific training. You need passion, excuse me, and to follow that passion. Precisely. Yeah. So, obviously, you mentioned that you, you got your diploma at Sheridan College in interpretive illustration. Is that Correct. right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So, do you, do you find that like what you learned through doing your diploma has been useful in, in order to kind of getting you where you are? Or would you say it's more the kind of experience that, that you've done kind of off your own back that's maybe helped you more? Good question. I would say a combination of both. Um, what that program did specifically at that at that institution, when, and I love Sheridan College, amazing program. Um, what they did, which, uh, which I've heard a lot of BFAs don't do, is they provided a business component. When you come out, how are you going to run yourself as a brand, as a business? Most BFAs, it's like you're in the studio and you're painting arms and elbows and you come out and you can paint arms and elbows perhaps, or perhaps not, but you don't know how to take care of yourself as an entity, as a business entity. Whereas that particular program trained us all in how to develop contracts and how to so it had a very business component as well as a very fine art component so we came out actually feeling like we were kind of hopefully responsible hopefully or have a plan mm-hmm. um but i mean that's nothing unless you have the drive so yeah yeah um, and the talent right. i think yeah i think so i mean i think <clears throat> pardon me if you have the drive you can you can get away with having less talent but eventually I don't know. I mean, obviously, you want all of the elements together, but uh, you can get pretty far with a lot of drive and not a lot of talent. Well, there's the triad. Uh, I, I sometimes mention it's the time versus talent versus money, right? Mm-hmm. If you're lacking any one of those, the other ones have to make up for it. Agreed. You know, it's true. And any any combination of the three will get you to success. But Agreed. Much more respect for those with talent. 
Agreed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's like the it's like the talent is the skeleton, and then the musculature are the things that you know help it move. But underneath all of that, you have the skeleton of what's really there. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just how you go running, how you run yourself as a professional is um, the skin and all those other metaphorical things we could think about. But you're right. I think that fundamentally, if you're not talented, it's going to be much more difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Unless again, you have a shit ton of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, you lived in Burlington mm-hmm. for a very long time, which is not far away from me. And mm-hmm. uh, actually, you and I, uh, we we connected through Twitter a while back, and it was like a month before you were leaving to the Yukon Territory, so we never got a chance to uh, to meet in person. Uh, what was the decision behind moving to the Yukon Territory, and um, what's that been like? Cause that's a huge change. It, it, (laughs) it's been amazing. I love it here. So what happened was I came up in 2008. um, Somebody bought a painting in Toronto uh, at my first solo exhibition, which was a really crazy experience. I can tell you about if you want. And this gentleman bought a painting and we became friends on email. Then through corresponding, he travels a lot. And he said, look, why don't you come up here and house it for me? You get the benefit of exploring this place. You have a, you like the North anyway. You've been to Alaska, etc. Why don't you come up? I did. I fell in love with it. I'm like, this is like, I could move here tomorrow and it is within my country and it's 5,500 kilometers away. That blows my mind. I do it. And so it took those years to plan it um, because my parents... Um, we're both handicapped at that time and my dad just passed away this past summer and all this stuff has happened but I thought you know what you have only one life to live as far as we know I'm going to do this and it was a true odyssey like I just came up with my car and my cat in the car and my worldly things and I thought I'm as proud of that as any painting to do that on my own it was crazy that takes a lot of courage (laughs) in my opinion yeah, so yeah. I, obviously, I don't know much about the Yukon Territory, but I'm guessing it's pretty different from Burlington. That's <laughs> well, kind of the impression um, I'm getting. Well, Burlington, I could just speak for this. You know, Burlington's in southern Ontario. It's the most southern part of Canada. It's the warmest part of Canada. Uh, well, sometimes people say out west in Vancouver can be a bit warmer, depending on the time of year. But we're it's very, very close to New York City, yeah. Um, whereas you can pick up on the Yukon territories. It's yeah, so it's above sixty degrees latitude. So um, it's about, pardon the pun, but polar opposite. Like it's it's crazy, quiet, beautiful. It's everything is in an extreme up here. Beauty, isolation, wilderness. I could walk in ten minutes in any direction, more or less, and be in the middle of nowhere so it's pretty I think my gallery wasn't they were like please don't go but uh, <laughs> I, I can ship I've been shipping them paintings in Toronto so it's worked out I've loved it it's been amazing and the arts community here is massively welcoming and warm and I was fortunate enough to get my work on the phone book cover here this year Northwest oh, wow. Hells yeah Northern BC and Yukon Territory phone book and um uh, I can find it for you. And uh, yeah, so that was do. really, yeah, that was a really amazing coup. And it's just um, everyone here, you know, because of because it's a, it is a small town, it's only, uh, I think the entire Yukon Territory is about 37,000 people. Oh, my gosh. That's the whole thing. There's only like two roads throughout the whole place, but people love it for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it sounds... So sounds yeah, no, I was, I'm just kind of, I'm trying to picture it. Um, and it sounds, it sounds nice. Like, I... It must be quite inspiring kind of place to live as well. Like if if there's so much kind of natural beauty and stuff, then if you're into the outdoors, if you like hiking, if you it it's it's amazing. It's incredible. I love it so much to know that two hours away is Kluwani National Park, which is like a UNESCO World Heritage Site, which is you can just go hiking anywhere and you know take your bear spray and. It's your bear it, spray. It, I love yeah, it. Real. Something fact, you've never had to think about before in your life. Actually, the third day that I moved here to Whitehorse, I was walking in town down a boulevard to, to Canadian Tire to pick up my car, which was getting an oil change. And um, I was, it, it's like, it's a very government oriented, oriented town. Like, so most people work for the government. A lot of people do. And so there's not many people around. And I'm walking down the road, a four lane road with an asphalt trail on the one side through the trees. 
heading downtown and I see this shape coming out of my peripheral vision on the asphalt and I'm like oh it's 10 a.m on a Wednesday thinking shouldn't you be like whoever this is shouldn't they be at their you know job or whatever and I look up and it's a bear walking towards me on the oh. asphalt a black bear and so I happened to be right by a gas station. So I ducked in there and I was like, there's a bear right there. And the guy just freaked out. Like, you know, he's like, there's a bear out there. I'm going to call animal control. And it oh. just became this big ruckus. And he went off into the, into the bushes. But the third day here and my friend, Mark, who's the graphic designer here in town, he's like, look, even the wildlife's coming out to greet you. <laughs> so it was nice. I love it. Yeah. This book was the culmination of three years' work with Christopher McCandless's parents and others. Um, so he was the subject of Into the Wild by John Krakauer. I love that film. And um, so I became friends with his folks, and I went down to Virginia to um, to look at some of Christopher's photos that he'd taken on his two-year odyssey. And I said to them, we have to do something with these photographs. We have to. And, and so we created this book, which has like all his correspondence and photographs and everything. And I did some paintings based on his photography of his two-year odyssey. And, um, and so, yeah, that's what this, so this book was, it was a lot of work in the making. And I did a group of paintings from it. And now this weekend, I'm going down to New York City PBS is doing a documentary on Chris, and so they want to include my paintings in the documentary ah. and interview. Ah, awesome. Oh, this is awesome! I know. So there, I have a thank you. I have a painting that I've started that they're like, "Can we video you painting something?" Oh, cool. So I've started a swimming painting, and I'll work on that. So it's kind of exciting to know I will technically be painting in New York City this weekend. Ah, this is so cool! <laughs> so you must be really excited right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so very excited. So that. That's, that's the story of that and um, I'm very proud of that project it took a lot of work and uh, proud of the paintings that came from it well yeah I was going to ask you what you're working on right now but it looks um, like that was just a natural segue <laughs> actually, happens well, on this show doesn't it Ross <laughs> all, all the time all the time um, actually what what's coming up next is um, I'm going to buy a GoPro and um, start doing a whole series of swimming portraits with the GoPro. So the swimming portraits that I've done have been all looking in, on, like from above, looking into the water. But I saw some imagery of some underwater um, images taken with the GoPro, and I was so moved by them because there's a slight sort of fisheye quality to it and a little bit of uh, distortion. And so I thought, that's it. I'm buying a GoPro, and I'm going to go out to the coast and jump in the water and go down to BC, do some photographs down there and then base, do some paintings on natural water and then like pools and artificial and like do all these different things. And it's going to be a massive body of work on underwater. Oh, that's so imagery. Cool. Mm, I'm excited. Oh, thank God for GoPros. They've completely <laughs> changed our lives. haven't they? Truly. Yeah. So that's, that's, the, that's the next step. So you just, you just love traveling all around, don't you? I do. Why I actually, I know it's true. It's terrific. Um, uh, the best commission I ever had was from a client and his wife who in Oakville said, uh, Hey, do you want to, we have a house in the South of France and here's our budget. Do you want to come to the South of France and take some reference and develop some paintings for our house there? We'll fly you. I'm like, is this for real? So it was, it was incredible. It was an incredible experience. Well, it's not that shocking when you see your work in all seriousness. Um, I, I, I think you're phenomenal. I'd love to, do something with you at some point in the future because I just uh, really admire what you do. You're, um, I don't, Ross, 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 that's your name? Or boss. boss. Call me whatever you want. Yeah, he likes to think he's the boss. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Ross will tell you I don't just handle compliments. <laughs> Thank no, you. He doesn't. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely admire, admire your work. I, I feel like you're one of um, the rare true artists. Um, out there that are uh, staying true to yourself like you said in the opening that um, you really can achieve your goals and your dreams if you just believe in it and I think that's just a, such a beautiful message to share um, in, in, your, in your proof of that so thank you Wonderful. yeah I don't want to have very many regrets I'd like to have them I'd be, like to be able to count them on one hand and so far so good nice how many, how many fingers do you have left? <laughs> right? Yeah. Do paintbrushes count as extra fingers? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so how did you get into speaking at colleges and universities? Um, well, the university one in Kentucky came via Twitter. Uh, yeah. Again, it, thank God for Twitter. I know. Twitter's been amazing. 
it has connected me with some amazing folks and all of you, both of you, I should say, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, and um, so a friend of mine, now a friend, she saw my work online and she was painting. She was working on a, a, her degree at the University of um, Western Kentucky in Bowling Green. And she saw my work, proposed to her supervisor that I come down to do a lecture and then help out in the classes for a week. And so I did. So I went down and I even had a little show down there. Uh, and so that's how that came about. The other was via um, Sheridan. So I've, I've done some speaking just being called back to Sheridan to do mm-hmm. some talks and everything. That's, that's an honor, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very well-respected um, schools, so I was very mm-hmm. touched to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced any, um, I guess, offbeat or interesting situations while being a an artist, uh, maybe doing a portrait for some someone, or is something, anything stand out to you that you just will never forget that experience? Well... <clears throat> Let me think for a moment. Um, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I so I work from photographs. So I never work from life. I haven't worked from life since college because they made us do that, and it's great to have that foundation in working from life. But as soon as I graduated from college, I thought I'm done. Models get tired. People mm-hmm. are busy. So um, it, it's it's become a photo shoot and then I work from numerous photos for one for one painting like if it's oh, a full figure I'll like do a all of close-ups of, of the hands here I can't just use one image it's not going to give me enough information mm. so um, I can work with up to 12 images for one painting and shuffle as I'm working to see what I'm you know the area of the painting that I'm working on let's try to give you more of a three-dimensional view like if they were right there exactly yeah. um and so the only other sort of, if you really, you asked, okay, so ask. the, um, <laughs> in college, um, in our last year of college, we were doing a life drawing class and it was three of my girlfriends and I, <laughs> and a male model. Needless to say, I'm going to blush furiously. It's happening. I can feel it. Needless to say, I'll never forget it. It's. It, I don't know if I'd call it funny. I would just call it. Needless to say, it was an after hours sort of evening drawing class. And like, it was a very small, like just us, the five, the five individuals. And he was like posing and everything. And needless to say. I had to leave the room because it became very awkward. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> what, what became awkward? You asked. I, I can't. Ask. I can't I say it. I can't. I, I won't say it. You know. I asked. You, so, yes, uh, you, you may infer. So may I infer? <laughs> so yes. did this particular subject get a little bit uh, excited? Correct. <laughs> Marcia, was this subject you? <laughs> It all comes Marcia, around full that circle. Time with your life, life modeling at Sheridan. <laughs> oh my gosh, that <laughs> that see that, is that seems is that is that above PG for the for your show? Oh no, our oh, show is we're we're, we're not. A, yeah, if anything goes, <laughs> it was <laughs> and, and it was funny because he didn't. Well, the rest of him didn't move. Like he just kind of <laughs> stayed there, and I was just like. I got to go up to the fountain. Like, I just left. Did you act like anything had happened? No. Because your painting will have to change. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I'm concerned about here. I'd be like, wait a minute. Well, it depends on how, you know, mm-hmm. how he was. It depends uh, what you're going for, I guess. Depends on what God gave him. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't wow. believe that he didn't just jump up and... Anyway, it yeah. was... It was, I will never forget it in my well, entire life. I'll never forget that story. <laughs> I just can't imagine how that's even possible. Speaking from, a, I guess, a guy's point of view, that's, uh, that's would be very difficult for that to even happen while people are just staring at you. But I guess it works for I some ha- people. <laughs> I have no idea. And he wasn't anyway. It was just, so that's probably one of the more bizarre stories that happened while I was actually creating art. I love it. Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't. I hope you didn't mind me sharing that story. But oh, no, it's you asked. Here oh, we go. Uh, wait, wait. Do you hear some of the other stories we've had? And that's you pretty know. up there, though. That's a good one. It's yeah. That's it's kind of. I would say one. that maybe competes with uh, with Andrews. He yeah. was just like lying there with this like raging. Anyway, it was just. Crazy. 
<laughs> it was just surreal. Yeah, it was well, totally I don't surreal. know why the word raging is just so perfect. But <laughs> well, you know, while we're on this subject, what yeah. sort of advice would you give to someone who wants to pursue art as a career? The best thing was my best friend was there and she was like, are you recording now? Yeah. <laughs> she was no, like... No, I'm not. <laughs> she was... Anyway, very... <laughs> very demure very very pristine and very and it was just like so crazy it was a very surreal moment anyway um sorry how, how is this relevant sorry what were you what was your question oh what i was gonna ask is completely non-relevant whatsoever <laughs> but i thought it would be funny to pretend it was a segue. <laughs> <laughs> um no but seriously what advice would you give to someone who wants to pursue art as a career um I mean, it's 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 going to sound cliche, right? But do just do it. Just keep doing it. Do it when you just do it constantly. Do it when you don't want to do it. Do it when you don't want to do it. Up until the point when you know you'd be producing bad work. So, I firmly believe that what stingu- distinguishes a hobbyist and a professional is just doing it when you don't want to do it. I mean, part of you always loves doing it because it's what you're meant to do on this planet with this life that you've been given, right? But it's it's getting up and, and, and being disciplined. you got to be disciplined, right? It's like if you want results in anything, whether it be in the studio, at the gym, whatever you want, you've got to do it when you don't want to do it. And <laughs> and that's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna do it, so to speak. Um, that's what, what that's what will work is. Um, be consistent, be disciplined, promote yourself, um, be resourceful, be an entrepreneur um, for yourself. Um, having connections, capitalize on them, but don't, you know, be too much of an opportunist. But mm-hmm. connections are massive. Um, they're massive, really. Um, I did a painting for, um, for Will Wheaton. Um, Why do I know that? Because uh, Star Trek, not Star Wars, Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. I always get it wrong. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did a, a portrait of his dog for him because he and his wife are really big into animal welfare and animal advocacy. And um, they have a calendar that they put out each year that helps raise funds for, sh- for um, sheltered um, dogs and all the, and that. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do a painting because it, it would be easy to do. It would be fun to do. And if he retweets that out to the world, mm-hmm. yeah. um, that's 2.3 million followers will see the portrait and it happened oh that's all (laughs) that's all (laughs) yeah and he was just and so it was just very like so I didn't want it's not a money thing it's just Mm -hmm. an exposure thing and I was I was very grateful for them and how and so I'm just sending them the painting I don't want money for it it's just I wanted to do it but I was excited that I got a little bit of exposure out of it and they get a, a portrait you know I love how this applies to um all varying types of uh, creative industries. Um, you know, I often, I often obviously go on the side that, you know, all artists need to get paid. I'm a musician myself and everything. But the thing is, payment does not always come in the form of money. It's not always monetary payment. People need to see that. Um, for example, you know, um, if, you're, if, for my, if, if I'm opening up for a huge band, that is the payment because you, it's the exposure. So just like you're saying, I think people definitely need to see that and, and, and yeah. understand sometimes that's way more valuable than... As long as you don't feel that you're being taken advantage of, if you feel like you're benefiting in some kind of way, like agreed, you know, Mm -hmm. then I think it's fine. But you just you just have to go with what feels right because, like, I I know people that have have done stuff and you know they felt that they they were being taken advantage of, but then there's been other people who have done pretty much the same thing but under different circumstances and that's worked out for them so yeah I know someone named Ross Diff- that maybe that might have happened to a few times <laughs> without getting into I'm not saying anything <laughs> <laughs> but you live and learn from it right and you start uh, using your instinct so, I think to, yeah. to decide what is right and you know when it's a, it's a good uh, tra- and that takes just takes time yeah, you know exactly. time experience I think you have to have bad experiences early on to kind of learn and, and realize what works for you and what doesn't work for you agreed I mean, think about it. If, if we were accepted to everything, if all of the letters that we put into galleries and every gallery wanted us w- versus we don't think your work's appropriate, we're not looking for submissions at this time, you need rejection in order to appreciate success. <clears throat> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you just oh, keep, God, keep yes. having, if you keep having successes 
part of you will probably, it's not like you'll take it for granted on a conscious level, but part of you won't fully appreciate the success as if you'd had some rejection. I agree. It's, it's absolutely imperative to, you know, like the, the tree that has to struggle to grow, grows the strongest, right? And so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, Heather, are you ready for 20 questions? I think so. <laughs> cool. I like it. I'll kick this one off. All right, cool. We'll shake it up. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Meat or veggies? Veggies. CD or vinyl? C- Shit. Vinyl. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Summer or winter? Summer. Acrylic. Oh, did we switch? <laughs> Oh, we got to start over, Ross. Okay. Oh, no, now, I, now I'm ready for them. All right, that's okay. Sorry, Ross, I messed up. Let's go again. You're just too eager. I might change one of my answers. Ooh, are you, are you allowed to do that? Okay, I will. Will anyone know? <laughs> no one will know. You, you guys will know. <laughs> right, coffee or tea? Coffee. Meat or veggies? Veggies. CD or vinyl? Vinyl. Summer or winter? Winter. Acrylic or pencil? Pencil. Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. Urban or rural? I can't say that. <laughs> Oil or watercolor? Oil. Picasso or Monet? Monet. Mac or PC? Mac. Elaine or George? George. <laughs> Portrait or landscape? Portrait. Poutine or pizza? Pizza. Hockey or baseball? Hockey. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? <laughs> oh, Jackson? Twerk or work? Oh, work! Oh, gosh! (laughs) Ricky Gervais or Ricky Martin? Gervais. Whale or Kale? Kale. (sighs) Bette Midler or The Riddler? Sorry, I'm frozen on this. Are you vegetarian or vegan? I was vegan, now I'm vegetarian. Ah, so that's why my thumbs are going to stay up. (laughs) It would go a little closer to the screen if it were still vegan, but I'll still keep it over here. Sorry. Sorry, Midler or... Ben Midler or the Riddler? Riddler. And finally, the most important the question you're going to be asked all in the next five minutes. <laughs> Ross or Marcio? Oh, do I have to pick? Oh, yes, you most certainly have to. I can't. Or, I or won't. Oh, I like your assertiveness. I, <laughs> will, I will not. It's actually a Seinfeld You're thing. a bad boy. <laughs> wait, wait, which Seinfeld reference is that? I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. Um, so was Ross. It, oh, no, wait. Ross has no, never I've watched never Seinfeld. I've never, ever seen Seinfeld in my life. I know. <gasps> That's why you got my Skype name. Yes, but um, I think he might be the only person I've ever met in my entire life that has never watched Seinfeld. I've watched Carby Enthusiasm. I know it doesn't count, but... Oh, no, it does count. It's an amazing show. Well, it, it is, but... And, but and it's he, not Seinfeld. It's not, because George Costanza is, like, one of the greatest characters ever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to remember which... Um, episode that's from but um, Jerry says I can't I won't oh yeah I remember what you're talking about that one oh, yeah yeah. Uh-huh. they're all interchangeable yeah. <laughs> they're all hilarious moments it's it's Costanza's genius when his boss is like sitting there and he's got him across the desk he's like it occurs to me that you had sex <laughs> with the cleaning lady <laughs> in your office and there's a beat and, and Costanza's like was that wrong? <laughs> Should I not have done that? If I'd known when I was hired that that kind of action was frowned upon. <laughs> like, it's just... I love it. It's genius. It's so... It really is genius. Yes, it's genius. I, I, did, mm-hmm. I, actually, I actually met Larry David when I was in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. I, I, we were at a restaurant, and he just walks by me. Just walks by me in his regular get-up, like on Kirby's Asm. And mm-hmm. it take, took... Take, I can't speak. It took me the entire dinner to get up the courage to go up to him. So I used my son as a ploy. And I, and I had my son with me. I'm like, hello, Larry David. My son wants to say hello. My son wasn't even a year old. And he goes, hello, son. And that's my, that's my story. <laughs> that's terrific. That was it. I asked that's for a picture. He's like, I can't do that. There's going to be too commotion. I was like, oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's that's really nice, though, that he... He was pretty cool, yeah. That's cool. So, Heather, yeah. uh, do you have any uh, recommendations to um, um, some artists that I think uh, that you think people should check out? My number one influence is Lucian Freud, who passed away, I guess, a couple years ago, unfortunately, but he was like, at the time, the world's greatest living painter. He had his own set of keys to the tape, for crying out loud. Like, he's just amazing. 
Uh, and so he's the reason that I paint the way that I do, really. <clears throat> Pardon me. His technique. Nobody has ever painted flesh the way I think that he did. Andrew Wyeth, uh, American painter. Stark landscapes. Beautiful, beautiful compositions. Those, those two are my two main ones. Frida. Frida Kahlo, just because of the way that she lived her life. Um, I kind of don't really, like keep track of a lot of contemporary artists. Jenny Seville, British <clears throat> painter, amazing. Um, Jeffrey Heen, H-E-I-N, amazing portrait artist, American. But I kind of keep my head down and keep my head out of um, what's going on. It's, it's, you know, like I know a lot of my friends that are collectors know way more about what's happening. I think that's hilarious. It's an art theme than I do. <laughs> um, but, you know. You are the but, artist, though. You're doing it. You yeah. Know. Um, but when I, and I'm pretty fussy, like about what I like, but those, those guys really know how to paint that group for sure. That's wonderful. And, um, Ooh. people can find you at heatherhorton.com. Yes. And of course the wonderful Twitter at mm -hmm. Heather underscore Horton. Correct. Right. Mm -hmm. and Any, if, anywhere. Yeah. Sorry. If people are in Toronto or wherever, if they want to check out their website online, abozzo, A-B-B-O-Z-Z-O, gallery.com. And then I'm one of their artists there. And so if they want to see some paintings, if they're in Toronto or whatever, they're a great gallery. Awesome. <laughs> oh, this has been wonderful. Thank you uh, so much for coming on the show, Heather. It's been, You're so welcome. It's been such a pleasure. It has for me, I can't speak for Ross. I don't know if he had a good It's job. been a pleasure for me, too. Okay. Oh, good. It's been, it's, it, it, just rest assured, it's been, it's been a pleasure. You're back to orange. It has been such a pleasure oh, chatting with you both. <laughs> Should we just block him off? The, uh, just, 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 yeah, just cut me out. We'll just cut you out. <laughs> and, you don't need me. <laughs> it's been so great chatting with you and meeting you both. Yes, absolutely. And uh, please come on again soon. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. It's a while in certain situations, um, so that's one thing. I'm very proud of that. Um, and then something else. Let's see. Um, I'm from... Uh, Ontario, where you're from, Marcio. This is true. And finally, I don't actually have a Bachelor of Fine Arts. I don't actually have a fancy degree. I actually have a diploma in illustration from Sheridan College. But I decided to become uh, a painter, a fine artist from there. So it's interesting to put that on your CV. If people are looking for a BFA, you don't, you don't need that kind of credential if you really believe in what you're doing. Those are three things. I love that. So, yeah, I really admire that. And... <laughs> that's something we often talk to with our musical guest how um, you don't always need specific training you need passion excuse me and to follow that passion precisely yeah so obviously you mentioned that you you got your diploma at Sheridan College in interpretive illustration is that correct right? mm -hmm. cool. so do you have you found that like what you learned through doing your diploma has been useful in, in order to kind of getting you where you are or would you say it's more the kind of experience that, that you've done kind of off your own back that's maybe helped you more? Good question. I would say a combination of both. Um, what that program did specifically at that at that institution, when, and I love Sheridan College, amazing program. Um, what they did, which, uh, which I've heard a lot of BFAs don't do, is they provided a business component. When you come out, how are you going to run yourself as a brand, as a business? Most BFAs, it's like you're in the studio and you're painting arms and elbows and you come out and you can paint arms and elbows perhaps, or perhaps not, but you don't know how to take care of yourself as an entity, as a business entity. Whereas that particular program trained us all in how to develop contracts and how to so it had a very business component as well as a very fine art component so we came out actually feeling like we were kind of hopefully responsible hopefully or have a plan mm -hmm. um but i mean that's nothing unless you have the drive so yeah yeah um, and the talent right. i think yeah i think so i mean i think <clears throat> pardon me if you have the drive you can you can get away with having less talent but eventually I don't know. I mean, obviously, you want all of the elements together, but uh, you can get pretty far with a lot of drive and not a lot of talent. Well, there's the triad. Uh, I, I sometimes mention it's the time versus talent versus money. 
right? Mm-hmm. If you're lacking any one of those, the other ones have to make up for it. Agreed. You know, it's true. And any any combination of the three will get you to success. But Agreed. Much more respect for those with talent. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's like the it's like the talent is the skeleton, and then the musculature are the things that you know help it move. But underneath all of that, you have the skeleton of what's really there. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just how you go running, how you run yourself as a professional is um, the skin and all those other metaphorical things we could think about. But you're right. I think that fundamentally, if you're not talented, it's going to be much more difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Unless again, you have. A shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, you lived in Burlington mm-hmm. for a very long time, which is not far away from me. And mm-hmm. uh, actually, you and I uh, we we connected through Twitter a while back, and it was like a month before you were leaving to the Yukon Territory, so we never got a chance to uh, to meet in person. Uh, what was the decision behind moving to the Yukon Territory, and um, what's that been like? That's a huge change. It, it, <laughs> it's been amazing. I love it here. So what happened was I came up in 2008. Um, somebody bought a painting in Toronto uh, at my first solo exhibition, which was a really crazy experience. I can tell you about if you want. And this gentleman bought a painting and we became friends on email. Then through corresponding, he travels a lot. And he said, look, why don't you come up here and house it for me you get the benefit of exploring this place you have a you like the north anyway you've been to alaska etc why don't you come up i did i fell in love with it i'm like this is like i could move here tomorrow and it is within my country and it's 5500 kilometers away that blows my mind i do it and so it took those years to plan it um because my parents um, we're both handicapped at that time and my dad just passed away this past summer and all this stuff has happened but I thought you know what you have only one life to live as far as we know I'm going to do this and it was a true odyssey like I just came up with my car and my cat in the car and my worldly things and I thought I'm as proud of that as any painting to do that on my own it was that's, crazy that takes a lot of courage in my opinion <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. I, obviously I don't know much about the Yukon Territory, but I'm guessing it's pretty different from Burlington. That's <laughs> well, kind of the impression um, I get. Well, Burlington, I could just speak for this. You know, Burlington's in southern Ontario. It's the most southern part of Canada. It's the warmest part of Canada. Uh, well, sometimes people say out west in Vancouver can be a bit warmer, depending on the time of year. But we're very, very close south. to New York City, yeah. Um, whereas, you can pick up on the Yukon Territories. It's, yeah, so it's above 60 degrees latitude, so um, it's about, pardon the pun, but polar opposite. Like, it's it's crazy, quiet, beautiful. It's Everything is in an extreme up here. Beauty, isolation, wilderness. I could walk in 10 minutes in any direction, more or less, and be in the middle of nowhere so it's pretty i think my gallery wasn't they were like please don't go but uh (laughs) i I can ship i've been shipping them paintings in toronto so it's worked out i've loved it it's been amazing and the arts community here is massively welcoming and warm and i was fortunate enough to get my work on the phone book cover here this year northwest tells yeah northern bc and yukon territory phone book and um uh, I can find it for you. And uh, yeah, so that was do. really, yeah, that was a really amazing coup. And it's just um, everyone here, you know, because of because it's a, it is a small town. It's only, uh, I think the entire Yukon Territory is about 37,000 people. Oh, my gosh. That's the whole thing. There's only like two roads throughout the whole place. But people love it for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it sounds... Sorry, sounds, go ahead, Yeah, no, I was, I'm just kind of, I'm trying to picture it. Um, and it sounds, it sounds nice. Like, I... It must be quite inspiring kind of place to live as well. Like if, if there's so much kind of natural beauty and stuff, then... If you're into the outdoors, if you like hiking, if you... It, it's, it's amazing. It's incredible. I love it so much to know that two hours away is Kluwani National Park, which is like a UNESCO World Heritage Site, which is you can just go hiking anywhere and, you know, take your bear spray and... It's your bear it, spray. It, I love yeah, it. Real. Something fact, you've never had to think about before in your life. Actually, the third day that I moved here to Whitehorse, I was walking in town. 
down a boulevard to Canadian Tire to pick up my car, which was getting an oil change. And um, I was, it, it's like, it's a very government-oriented oriented town, like, so most people work for the government. A lot of people do. And so there's not many people around, and I'm walking down the road, a four-lane road with an asphalt trail on the one side through the trees, heading downtown. And I see this shape coming out of my peripheral vision on the asphalt. And I'm like, oh, it's 10 a.m. on a Wednesday thinking shouldn't you be like whoever this is shouldn't they be at their you know job or whatever and I look up and it's a bear walking towards me on the oh. asphalt a black bear and so I happened to be right by a gas station so I ducked in there and I was like there's a bear right there and the guy just freaked out like you know he's like there's a bear out there I'm gonna call animal control and it oh. just became this big ruckus and he went off into the into the bushes but the third day here and my friend Mark who's the graphic designer here in town he's like look even the wildlife's coming out to greet you <laughs> so it was nice I love it yeah this book was the culmination of three years work with Christopher McCandless's parents and others um, so he was the subject of Into the Wild by John Krakauer I love that film and um, so I became friends with his folks and I went down to Virginia to um, to look at some of Christopher's photos that he'd taken on his two-year odyssey. And I said to them, we have to do something with these photographs. We have to. And, and so we created this book, which has like all his correspondence and photographs and everything. And I did some paintings based on his photography of his two-year odyssey. And... Um, and so, yeah, that's what this, so this book was, it was a lot of work in the making and I did a group of paintings from it. And now this weekend I'm going down to New York City. PBS is doing a documentary on Chris. And so they want to include my paintings in the documentary ah. and interview. Ah, awesome. Oh, this is awesome. I know. So there, I have a, thank you. I have a painting that I've started that they're like, can we video you painting something? Oh, cool. So I've started a swimming painting and I'll work on that. So it's kind of exciting to know I will technically be painting in New York City this weekend. Ah, this is so cool. <laughs> so you must be really excited right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so very excited. So that's, that's the story of that. And um, I'm very proud of that project. It took a lot of work and uh, proud of the paintings that came from it. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you what you're working on right now, but it looks um, like that was just a natural segue. <laughs> actually, well, on this show, doesn't it, Ross? All, all the time. All the time. Um, actually, what what's coming up next is um, I'm going to buy a GoPro and um, start doing a whole series of swimming portraits with the GoPro. So the swimming portraits that I've done have been all looking in, on, like from above, looking into the water. But I saw some imagery of some underwater um images taken with the GoPro and I was so moved by them because there's a slight sort of fisheye quality to it and a little bit of uh, distortion and so I thought that's it I'm buying a GoPro and I'm going to go out to the coast and jump in the water and go down to BC do some photographs down there and then base do some paintings on natural water and then like pools and artificial and like do all these different things and it's going to be a massive body of work on underwater oh that's so imagery. cool mm, I'm excited oh, thank god for GoPros They've completely changed our lives, haven't they? Truly, yeah. So that's that's the, that's the next step. So you just you just love traveling all around, don't you? I do. Why I stay actually. In one spot? I know it's true. It, it's terrific. Um, uh, the best commission I ever had was from a client and his wife, who in Oakville said, uh, "Hey, do you want to? We have a house in the south of France, and here's our budget. Do you want to come to the south of France and take some reference and develop some paintings for our house there? We'll fly <laughs> oh, you." And I'm like. Is this for real? So it was. It was incredible. It was an incredible experience. Well, it's not that shocking when you see your work. In all seriousness, um, I, I I think you're phenomenal. I'd love to do something with you at some point in the future because I just uh, really admire what you do. You're. Um, I don't. Ross. 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 That's your name. Or boss. boss. Call me whatever you want. Yeah, he likes to think he's the boss. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, Ross will tell you I don't just handle compliments. Thank <laughs> no, you. He doesn't. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely admire admire your work. I, I feel like you're one of um, the rare true artists um, out there that are uh, staying true to yourself. Like you said in the opening, that um, you really can achieve your goals and your dreams if you just believe in it. And I think that's just a, such a beautiful message to share um, in, in, your, in your proof of that. So. Thank you. Wonderful. Yeah, I don't want to have very many regrets. I'd like to have them. I'd be, like to be able to count them on one hand. And so far, so good. Nice. 
How many, how many fingers do you have left? <laughs> right? Yeah. Do paintbrushes count as extra fingers? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so how did you get into speaking at colleges and universities? Um, well, the university one in Kentucky came via Twitter. Ah. Yeah. Again, it, thank God for Twitter. I know. Twitter's been amazing. It has connected me with some amazing folks and all of you, both of you, I should say, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, and um, so a friend of mine, now a friend, she saw my work online and she was painting. She was working on a, her degree at the University of um, Western Kentucky in Bowling Green. And she saw my work, proposed to her supervisor that I come down to do a lecture and then help out in the classes for a week. And so I did. So I went down and I even had a little show down there. Uh, and so that's how that came about. The other was via um, Sheridan. So I've, I've done some speaking just being called back to Sheridan to do mm-hmm. some talks and everything. That's, that's an honor, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very well-respected um, schools, so I was very mm-hmm. touched to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced any, um, I guess, offbeat or interesting situations while being a an artist, uh, maybe doing a portrait for some someone, or is something, anything stand out to you that you just will never forget that experience? Well... <clears throat> Let me think for a moment. Um, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I so I work from photographs. So I never work from life. I haven't worked from life since college because they made us do that, and it's great to have that foundation in working from life. But as soon as I graduated from college, I thought I'm done. Models get tired. People mm-hmm. are busy. So um, it, it's be, it's become a photo shoot and then I work from numerous photos for one for one painting like if it's a full figure I'll like do a all of close-ups of of the hands here I can't just use one image it's not going to give me enough information Mm. so um, I can work with up to 12 images for one painting and shuffle as I'm working to see what I'm you know the area of the painting that I'm working on let's try to give you more of a three-dimensional view like if they were right there exactly um and so the only other sort of, if you really, you asked, okay, so ask. the, um, <laughs> in college, um, in our last year of college, we were doing a life drawing class and it was three of my girlfriends and I, <laughs> and a male model. Needless to say, I'm going to blush furiously. It's happening. I can feel it. Needless to say, I'll never forget it. It's. It, I don't know if I'd call it funny. I would just call it. Needless to say, it was an after hours sort of evening drawing class. And like, it was a very small, like just us, the five, the five individuals. And he was like posing and everything. And needless to say. I had to leave the room because it became very awkward. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> what, what became awkward? You asked. I, sure I, can't, ask. I can't say I it. I, I can't. I, I won't say it. You know. I asked. You, so, yes, uh, you, you may infer. So may I infer? <laughs> so yes. did this particular subject get a little bit uh, excited? Correct. <laughs> Marcia, was this subject you? It all comes Marcy, around full that circle. Time with your life, life modeling at Sheridan. <laughs> oh my gosh, that that see that, is that seems is that is that above PG for the for your show? Oh no, our oh, show is we're, we're we're not. A, yeah, if anything goes, it was <laughs> and, and it was funny because he didn't. Well, the rest of him didn't move. Like he just kind of stayed there, and I was just like. I gotta go out to the fountain. Like I just left. Did he and act like anything had happened? No. Because your painting will have to change. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I'm concerned about here. I'd be like, wait a minute. Well, it depends on how you know mm-hmm. how he was. It depends uh, what you're going for, I guess. Depends on what God gave him. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't wow. believe that he didn't just jump up and. Anyway, it yeah. was. It was, I will never forget it in my well, entire life. I'll never forget that story. <laughs> I just can't imagine how that's even possible. Speaking from, a, I guess, a guy's point of view, that's uh, that's would be very difficult for that to even happen while people are just staring at you. But I guess it works for some people. <laughs> I have no idea. And he wasn't anyway. It was just, so that's probably one of the more bizarre stories that happened while I was actually creating art. 
I love it. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. I, I didn't. I hope you didn't mind me sharing that story. But oh, no, it's on. you asked. Here oh, we go. Uh, wait, wait till you hear some of the other stories we've had. And that's you know, pretty up there, though. That's a good one. It's, yeah, that's it's kind of. I would say that one. maybe competes with uh, with Andrews. You yeah. were just like lying there with this like raging. Anyway, it was just. Crazy. <laughs> It was, just, it was just surreal. Yeah, it was well, totally I don't surreal. know why the word raging is just so perfect. But <laughs> well, you know, while we're on this subject, what yeah. sort of advice would you give to someone who wants to pursue art as a career? The best thing was my best friend was there and she was like, are you recording now? Yeah. <laughs> she was no, like... No, I'm not. <laughs> she was, anyway, very... <laughs> very demure very very pristine and very and it was just like so crazy it was a very surreal moment anyway um sorry how, how is this relevant sorry what were you what was your question oh what i was gonna ask is completely non-relevant whatsoever <laughs> but i thought it would be funny to pretend it was a segue. <laughs> <laughs> um no but seriously what advice would you give to someone who wants to pursue art as a career um I mean, it's 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 going to sound cliche, right? But do just do it. Just keep doing it. Do it when you just do it constantly. Do it when you don't want to do it. Do it when you don't want to do it. Up until the point when you know you'd be producing bad work. So, I firmly believe that what distinguishes a hobbyist and a professional is just doing it when you don't want to do it. I mean, part of you always loves doing it because it's what you're meant to do on this planet with this life that you've been given, right? But it's it's getting up and, and, and being disciplined. you got to be disciplined, right? It's like if you want results in anything, whether it be in the studio, at the gym, whatever you want, you've got to do it when you don't want to do it. And <laughs> and that's that's what's gonna that's what's gonna do it, so to speak. Um, that's what, what that's what will work is. Um, be consistent, be disciplined, promote yourself, um, be resourceful, be an entrepreneur um, for yourself. Um, having connections, capitalize on them, but don't, you know, be too much of an opportunist. But mm-hmm. connections are massive. Um, they're massive, really. Um, I did a painting for, um, for Will Wheaton. Um, Why do I know that? Because uh, Star Trek, not Star Wars, Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. I always get wrong. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did a, a portrait of his dog for him because he and his wife were really big into animal welfare and animal advocacy. And um, they have a calendar that they put out each year that helps raise funds for, for um, sheltered um, dogs and all the, and that. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do a painting because it, it would be easy to do. It would be fun to do. And if he retweets that out to the world, mm-hmm. yeah. um, that's 2.3 million followers will see the portrait and it happened oh that's all <laughs> that's all <laughs> yeah and he was just and so it was just very caught con- like so i didn't want it's not a money thing it's just mm-hmm. an exposure thing and yeah, i was I, very, I was very grateful for them and how and so i'm just sending them the painting i don't want money for it it's just i wanted to do it but i was excited that i got a little bit of exposure out of it and they get a, a portrait you know i love how this applies to um all varying types of uh, creative industries. Um, you know, I often, I often obviously go on the side that, you know, all artists need to get paid. I'm a musician myself and everything. But the thing is, payment does not always come in the form of money. It's not always monetary payment. People need to see that. Um, for example, you know, um, if you're, if for my, if, if I'm opening up for a huge band, that is the payment because you, it's the exposure. So just like you're saying, I think people definitely need to see that and, and, and yeah. understand sometimes that's way more valuable than as long as you don't feel that you're being taken advantage of if you feel like you're benefiting in some kind of way like agreed you know Mm -hmm. then i think it's fine but you just have have to go with what feels right because like i i know people that have have done stuff and you know they felt that they they were being taken advantage of but then there's been other people who have done pretty much the same thing but under different circumstances and that's worked out for them so yeah I know someone named Ross Diff- that maybe that might have happened to a few times <laughs> without getting into I'm not saying anything <laughs> <laughs> but you live and learn from it right and you start uh, using your instinct so, I think to, yeah. to decide what is right and you know when it's a, it's a good uh, trip. and that takes just yeah. takes time yeah. you know exactly. time experience I think you have to have bad experiences early on to kind of learn and, and realize what works for you and what doesn't work for you 
Agreed. I mean, think about it. If, if we were accepted to everything, if all of the letters that we put into galleries and every gallery wanted us versus we don't think your work's appropriate, we're not looking for submissions at this time, you need rejection in order to appreciate success. <clears throat> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you just oh, keep, God, keep yes. having, if you keep having successes, part of you will probably, it's not like you'll take it for granted on a conscious level, but part of you won't fully appreciate the success as if you'd had some rejection. I agree. It's it's absolutely imperative to, you know, like the, the tree that has to struggle to grow grows the strongest, right? And so, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, Heather, are you ready for 20 questions? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I like, I'll kick this one off. All right, cool. We'll, we'll shake it up. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Meat or veggies? Veggies. CD or vinyl? C- Shit. Vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Summer or winter? Summer. Acrylic. Oh, did we switch? <laughs> oh, we got to start over, Ross. Okay. Oh, no, now, I, now I'm ready for them. All right, that's okay. Sorry, Ross. I messed up. Let's go again. It's too eager. I might change one of my answers. Ooh, are you, are you allowed to do that? Okay. Will anyone know? <laughs> no one will know. You, you can guys will know. <laughs> right, coffee or tea? Coffee. Meat or veggies? Veggies. CD or vinyl? Vinyl. Summer or winter? Winter. Acrylic or pencil? Pencil. Twitter or Facebook? Twitter. Urban or rural? I can't say that. (laughs) Oil or watercolor? Oil. Picasso or Monet? Monet. Mac or PC? Mac. Elaine or George? George. (laughs) Portrait or landscape? Portrait. Poutine or pizza? Pizza. Hockey or baseball? Hockey. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? <laughs> oh, Jackson. <laughs> Twerk or work? Oh, work. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Ricky Gervais or Ricky Martin? Gervais. Whale or kale? Kale. <sighs> Bette Midler or the Riddler? Sorry, I'm frozen on this. Are you ve- vegetarian or vegan? I was vegan, now I'm vegetarian. Oh, so that's why my thumbs are going to stay up. <laughs> it would go a little closer to the screen if it were still vegan, but I'll still keep it over here. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry, Midler or? Ben Midler or the Riddler? Riddler. And finally, the most important the question, question you're going to be asked all in the next five minutes. <laughs> Ross or Marcio? Oh, do I have to pick? Oh, yes, you most certainly have to. I can't. Or, I won't. You, oh, I like your assertiveness. I will, <laughs> I will not. It's actually a Seinfeld You're thing. a bad boy. <laughs> wait, wait, which Seinfeld reference is that? I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. Um, so was Ross. It, oh, no, wait, Ross has no, never I've watched never Seinfeld. I've never ever seen Seinfeld in my life. I know. <gasps> That's why you got my Skype name. Yes, but um, I think he might be the only person I've ever met in my entire life that has never watched Seinfeld. I've watched Carby Enthusiasm. I know it doesn't count, but... Oh, no, it does count. It's an amazing show. Well, it is, but... And, but and it's the, not Seinfeld. It's not, because George Costanza is, like, one of the greatest characters ever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm trying to remember which um, episode that's from, but um, Jerry says, I can't, I won't. Oh, yeah, I remember what you're talking about. That one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're all interchangeable. <laughs> yeah. They're all hilarious moments. It's, it's Costanza's genius when his boss is like sitting there and he's got him across the desk he's like it occurs to me that you had sex with the cleaning lady in your office and there's a beat and and Gonzana's like was that wrong should I not have done that if I'd known when I was hired that that kind of action was frowned upon like it's just I love it it's genius it's so, it really is genius yes it's genius I, I did mm-hmm. I actually I actually met Larry David when I was in Los Angeles uh-huh. I, I, we were at a restaurant and he just walks by me just walks by me in his regular get up like on Kirby's Asm mm-hmm. and it take, took, take I can't speak it took me the entire dinner to get up the courage to go up to him so I used my son as a ploy and I, and I had my son with me I'm like hello Larry David my son wants to say hello my son wasn't even a year old and he goes hello son and that's my that's my story <laughs> That's terrific. That was it. I asked for a picture. He's like, I can't do that. There's going to be too commotion. I was like, oh, okay. Bye. (laughs) Oh, that's that's really nice, though, that he... He was pretty cool, yeah. That's cool. So, Heather, uh, do you have any uh, recommendations to um, um, some artists that I think uh, 
that you think people should check out? My number one influence is Lucian Freud, who passed away, I guess, a couple years ago, unfortunately. But he was like, at the time, the world's greatest living painter. He had his own set of keys to the tape, for crying out loud. Like, he's just amazing. Uh, and so he's the reason that I paint the way that I do, really. <clears throat> Pardon me. His technique. Nobody has ever painted flesh the way I think that he did. Andrew Wyeth, uh, American painter, stark landscapes, beautiful, beautiful compositions. Those those two are my two main ones. Frida, Frida Kahlo, just because of the way that she lived her life. Um, I kind of don't really, like, keep track of a lot of contemporary artists. Jenny Seville, British <clears throat> painter, amazing. Um, Jeffrey Heen, H-E-I-N, amazing portrait artist, American. But I kind of keep my head down and keep my head out of um, what's going on. It's, it's, you know, like I know a lot of my friends that are collectors know way more about what's happening. I think that's hilarious. It's an art theme than I do. <laughs> um, but, you know. You are the but, artist, though. You're doing it. You yeah. Um, but when I, and I'm pretty fussy, like, about what I like. But those, those guys really know how to paint that group, for sure. That's wonderful. And, um cool. People can find you at heatherhorton.com. Yes. And, of course, the wonderful Twitter, at mm-hmm. Heather underscore Horton. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. And any, if, anywhere, yeah, sorry. If people are in Toronto or wherever, if they want to check out their website online, abozzo, A-B-B-O-Z-Z-O, gallery.com. And then I'm one of their artists there. And so if they want to see some paintings, if they're in Toronto or whatever, they're a great gallery. Awesome. <laughs> Oh, this has been wonderful. Thank you uh, so much for coming on the show, Heather. It's been, You're so welcome. It's been such a pleasure. It has for me. I can't speak for Ross. I don't know if he had a good It's time. been a pleasure for me, too. Okay. Oh, good. It's been, it's, it, you just rest assured it's been, it's been a pleasure. You're back to orange. It has been such a pleasure oh, what? chatting with you both. <laughs> Should we just block him off? The, uh, just, 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 yeah, just cut me out. We'll just cut you out. <laughs> I know, you don't need me. Too. <laughs> it's been so great chatting with you and meeting you both. Yes, absolutely. And uh, please come on again soon. Absolutely. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome. And we'll see you next week. Yeah.